Hello. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> How's the moo moo? Um, it looks great on me. Um, I am a shapeless picture of beauty. <laughs> People don't even know what to think. I can't leave oh, the God, house I in j- it though because the world's not ready for that level of sexy. Oh no, they'll be shook. You'll you'll shook everyone. <laughs> Gagging. <laughs> I woke up with like a do rag on and eye boogers, and I was just like, I can't FaceTime anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have loved it. And like my face hurts because like uh, my friend Garcia, she was going around plucking eyebrows today. You know, bare Oh salon. geez, got a maintenance, <laughs> got a maintenance out there in she the like, desert. Well, yeah, she like rips some skin out. <laughs> oh geez, what's her name, I mean, Garcia? My, her, her name's Lily Beth, but her last name's Garcia. Uh, Garcia, pull yourself together. Out here ripping I'll, I'll, people's faces off. I can't be that mad because she has like a secret stash of cereal and I go there like every night. <laughs> I'm just like, hey. Ooh, what has she got? Some I... Fruit Loops or something? She got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. She got Fruit Loops. <gasps> she got Frosted Flakes. And you go inside Garcia. the room. Garcia! And you go inside a room and her mini fridge is like just stacks of them. And they're, they're, they're like set up in almost like a. Uh, a statue to the cereal gods. <laughs> she has an altar. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird little That's altar. That's beautiful. Okay, like I take her. back everything I said. Stay on her good side. Yeah, and every day at like lunch and dinner, you see her. She's her, she's her bag out at the defect, which is like the lunch hall, just like throwing mm-hmm. cereal in there, just like stealing all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you like, know yes. what? She's just getting ready. <laughs> yeah, because you never know if you want like a little snicky snack. I just need a snicky snack all the time. I've been eating nothing but birthday cake all week. <laughs> I feel healthy. I feel like I have a beautiful glow about me. Yeah, that sweet, sweet cake glow. <laughs> that sweet, sweet sugar high. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, how was your week, first off? How was my week? Yeah. Um, you know, it was a week, work has been crazy, and I'm also in school, and I'm just like, you know what, god damn it, but I'm going out of town this weekend for my birthday, I'm gonna go to Capitol Reef National Park, which is absolutely gorgeous, and I'm just gonna pretend like the world doesn't exist for a few days, so I'm really excited. How was your week? Oh, get lit. Well, I had, this is my four days off, because I work four days, and then we go, you know, go back to our main base and hang out for four days. And it's been so relaxing. <laughs> Just Ooh. not having to deal with anybody. And also, our you're getting some kids. spa time with Garcia. Just plucking them brows. Oh, I did get a massage yesterday, and let me <gasps> tell you, that Filipino woman worked. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I think like she's she good at her craft. There. Do you have like massages are like they're like nineteen bucks, but I gave her like a solid thirty dollar tip because she she got in there. Yeah, you're like really get up in there. Here's an extra ten. Do you have like face masks and stuff? Do you need me to send you some? What's your setup like? Oh, I have uh, some Neutrogena stuff. I have a light mask. I did. I made sure to pack my fucking light mask because I'm not having any breakouts out here. Like, I'm not trying to be out here in the middle of nowhere without my light mask. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but we go back to work. Uh, I want to say, well, technically it's today because it's Thursday here already. But I think 
Oh. Time is still Wednesday night. <laughs> oh, you're calling me from the future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's it like? What's it like you know, over there on the other side? Oh, Trump's still shit. Oh. <laughs> <is> still <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have no good news. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. You know, it's fine. I'm going to eat more cake and I'm going to get over it. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm a survivor. And I get through things. <laughs> this is my strategy. This is how I live. Beautiful. Right. So uh, I'll start this week because you started last week. Okay. And uh, speaking of just shit situations, my bros of murder this week is about a couple different cases that are all linked to the Ferguson protests. Now... There's just a, a strange number of deaths of men who have all been tied to Ferguson. And it has people who are really involved in those protests freaking the fuck out because <laughs> it's like, hey. Yeah, they don't want to be next. They don't want to yeah. be next. It's a real, what's that movie? It was a ring where like you look at a picture and a face is all swirled out. It's like, oh, you're next. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the ring. Seven days. Seven days. <laughs> Listen, if I got a phone call asking seven days, I would just hang up. <laughs> Wrong number. Wrong. <laughs> hey, stop that, you. <laughs> oh, you're at it again. <laughs> All right. So, so two young men were found dead inside of a torch car, and three others died of apparent suicides. Another collapse on a bus, and his death was ruled an overdose. And these six deaths, like I said, are all involving men with connections to the protests in Ferguson, Missouri. And on social media and everything, everyone who is active in that community and, and in the activist community think that something sinister is at play. Police, however, say there is no evidence that the death has anything to do with the protests. Which, if you guys don't remember what the Ferguson protest was about, it was about Michael Brown, an 18-year-old black kid who was shot and killed by a police officer who, of course, got off. Uh, as it always goes. As it is. Yeah, tells all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. And, uh, a lot of these leaders in this protest have come out saying that for the past four and a half years they've been getting death threats and all types of different threats obviously anonymously though because these people are cowards and won't threaten you to your face right so they're saying that after years of getting these different death threats and you'll see that one guy got a fucking hit a hit called bomb squad because there's a package put inside of his car and inside oh the package God. It wasn't a bomb. It was a six-foot-long python. <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, and I'm not trying to give people advice here, but if you're going to come after anyone, a python, like, that's not the most efficient way to do it. No, because, like, they, they, they're not always that hungry. You can feed a python. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's, like, well-fed and you just picked it up from the store, do they sell pythons at the store? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm just know, saying. Like the small ones, they're not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna just like lunge at people automatically. Yeah, not my weapon of choice, but you know, you do you, I guess. 
I, I feel like maybe it was like a sign, like, oh, hey, like, don't tread on me <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't step on Snoop. <laughs> no step. No step. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Reverend Daryl Gray, who was the one who received the Python box. It reminds me of Dick in a Box from SNL. <laughs> it's my python in a box. In a box. <laughs> my snake in a box. In a box. It's my snake in a box. <laughs> but he the said rewrite they every- don't want you to know about. <laughs> but same Jerry Curls, you know, the same tie job. But he said that everyone in the community is on pins and needles. And now September 17th, Corey Bush, you can see him in like a photo I probably posted on the, the Instagram too, with the blow horn where the pictures of South St. Louis. He was one of the men who was found dead. And no arrests have been made in any of these homicides. A police spokesman said that witnesses have simply refused to come forward, which leaves detectives with no answers, and they can't tell if these men were targeted or not. They said they don't believe that they were connected to each other, but it's hard to come up with any concrete speculations for them, they say, because no one's talking. Yeah. Uh, which is, yeah, that makes sense. But that should also point towards maybe something sinister is happening if everyone in all of these connected situations are like, I'm not Well, saying you don't shit. randomly just end up with a python in your car. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, I don't know what's going on here, but... Something is. Now, I'll get into some of the activists who have died. Like, DeAndre Joshua's body was found inside of a burned car blocks away from the protests. So, like, where the main protests happened in Ferguson, a couple years later, his body was found burnt in a car blocks away. He was 20 okay. years old. Yeah. He was 20, and not only was he torched in a car, he was also shot in the head. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, like they they really insult the injury. Uh, yeah, Darren. Yeah, Darren Sells, who was shown confronting Brown's mother that same night, met an almost identical fate two years later, so around the same time. Uh, he was twenty one years. He's twenty nine years old. And he was also shot a bunch of times all over his body, and then found inside of a burning car. Which, and they're you know, saying another, these cases aren't related, or they just yeah, can't find no, a link. There's no uh, obvious connection between the two, but you know, two men shot up in a burnt car around the same neighborhood with similar interests and both being men of color. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Something I mean, I don't trust it. Yeah. Uh, the four other deaths were ruled suicides. A Marshawn McCarl of Columbus, Ohio, shot himself in February 2016 outside the front door of a Ohio State House. Police said he had been very active in Ferguson. Edward Crawfield Jr., 27, fatally shot himself May 2017 after telling acquaintances he had been distraught over personal issues. Police said a photo of Crawford was found. You can see him like throwing tear gas canisters at police because he's a fuck mm-hmm. up, right? <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole mood, though. <laughs> he was out there and I respect he it. There. He was in that shit. Yeah. And uh, Dwayne Jones was found hanging from. And it's walking. Okay. This one really pisses me the fuck off. 
Dwayne Jones was found hanging from a tree in his yard uh, in St. Louis County. His mother said that they found him hanging from a bed sheet in the tree in their in the backyard of their home. And she told police and everyone else that he was lynched. He was not he wasn't suicidal. He had a shit ton of plans. He was opening with business, like he had a lot going for him. And she said she knew he wouldn't kill himself. Which you know, a lot of people would say that in a situation. But she yeah. she and family were dead set on the fact that he was happy. He had a lot going on for him. Like there's no he had no reason to kill himself. And if, like even if he did, the chances that he would go out into his yard and do it that way. Make it public like that. Like, yeah, like knowing his family would have to find him? No. Yeah, no way. She said, that, she said that they were very open. You know, they always talked and like, they weren't the type of family that shy away from mental health. So she said yeah. if something was up, they would, she, she would probably know. So that one, and that can go into a long history about how <laughs> there's like a shit ton of lynchings that happen still in America that all get yeah. ruled suicides, even though the situations surrounding them are super fucking sketchy. Like, I know um, you can't see me, but I just rolled my eyes so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was the last one, because I did it like in a live stream a while ago. The last one I like read recently was a dude mm-hmm. who was like, he was hung in the middle of the woods and. Basically, it was what was he doing? He like hooked up with a cop's daughter, and then oh. was just found hanging in the woods. And it was like, oh, it's a suicide, even though everyone knew that that cop really fucking hated the dude for banging his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, and in this case, it's just like the convenience that all of these people involved in this huge movement, like these very visible figures, all just are suddenly like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no. just checking out. And the, the I last don't think one so. Was a thirty-one-year-old uh, Palestinian man who frequently live-streamed videos at Ferguson and the demonstrations, and he was found unresponsive on a bus. He basically just collapsed, and they said that there was an overdose on fentanyl. So that one that could be kind of cut and dry. They did an autopsy, overdose on fentanyl, but surrounding what accompanying with everything else, it just makes everything else seem sketchy. That all these Ferguson guys. Who are people of color are just dropping. Yeah. And it's drawing speculation from the community because Ferguson was a huge, you know, thing, especially for like the whole Black Lives Matter movement. It really got things going and gender and it also generated a lot of resentment from people who don't like the Black Lives Matter movement or don't like people protesting because you saw people really or don't like people of color of color yeah <laughs> because like throw those punches you see people who were like throwing rocks and assaulting police because they're frustrated with police so there's a lot of anger on that far right side towards activists what prompted them to send death threats to people and sometimes act violently towards people and it causes these people people of color to feel like they have a target on their back especially in that area and people of color usually feel like they have a target on their back so it puts everyone who already at like a level like let's say your stresses are like a 7 daily and they're at a 10 and then this happens all these deaths happen it's like alright well fuck now I'm at a 13 or a 20 yeah or a (laughs) a 20 (laughs) if you're me (laughs) oh yeah always 
And uh, these protesters and their deaths may not be high priority for police in that area since the relationship with police in that area. So let's say you're a cop and you have all these protesters saying, fuck you, and then they start dropping like flies. You may not want to really look into it that much. That's what it's, that's what everyone feels like is happening, that these cops are being told, oh, hey, these Ferguson protesters are dying. And the cops are just like, well, okay. Like they took the protests very personally and now it's like, you're on your own. Yo, yeah, Bye. You're on your own. Yeah. And, uh, Cory Bush, who is a leader in the, in the Ferguson protest, said that, de- that there is something definitely happening and that he's been vocal about these things that he's experienced, like the threats and harassment. And no one, like, no one, no officials are taking him seriously or doing anything. He said that he personally was run off the road. Sorry, it's a she. I messed up. I said he. She said personally she was run off the road and her car and home were both vandalized too. She said that someone shot a bullet into her car and nearly missed her daughter who was 13. My God. And then the fact that these people know where you live and are actively coming at you. Like, what are you supposed to do without any police help? And she said that she suspects it's either like white supremacists or police sympathizers, obviously. And that living in constant threat is exhausting. And that she wants to give up, but she knows that letting in and giving up is what they want. So she's going to keep being vocal, even though that it could, it's potentially dangerous for her. What a badass. Yeah, like, hey, that's living, she is living the right path. She says, fuck you, racist. You're not going to shut me down. I love it words to live by and like her and other people have said that it's a huge like impact on their mental health and that law enforcement isn't coming to like the rescue even though that even though they're being vocal about like how shitty police are the police still have a job to protect and serve the people which they aren't doing well and it's like if you want to absolve yourself a little bit now's your chance show something yeah do some yeah like here's your opportunity to show people like yes this is what we're here to do and we're doing a good job at it and like you know yeah like for many everyone can move on yeah like for many law enforcement isn't like your go-to and that's your recourse and when it is your recourse and not on your side it's like well no i was fucking right (laughs) i cannot trust you sons of bitches and there's a little some stats on like St. Louis that were black St. Louis black St. Louis residents. Uh, blacks in St. Louis are three times more likely than whites to be poor, often meaning that they lack adequate health insurance that could allow them to better address not only physical ailments but mental issues like depression and anxiety. So let's say that mm-hmm. these three men who did commit suicide, more like more likely than not, they had didn't have access to proper treatment to get help or like the man who died of that fentanyl overdose more than likely he didn't have any access to anything that could have really helped him like people in these richer neighborhoods do who can just go to rehab on a drop of a dime right uh also there's a trend there's a trend in the area of high crime rate in 2010 the u.s census showed that while people who live in wealthy and mostly white western st louis can expect to live well into their 80s life expectancy in parts mostly black reaches only to 60 uh so 
if you're black in St. Louis and poor, you're probably going to make it to your 60s, maybe. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, and uh, so there were 60 homicide victims last year, and 45 of them were all black. Ooh. And yeah, so statistically speaking, I can never say statistically right. <laughs> Statistically speaking, <laughs> if you're black in St. Louis, you're more likely to get murdered. Basically, St. Louis sucks for anyone who isn't a rich white person. Drops mic. Fuck St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story: St. Louis can go fuck. <laughs> it can go fuck. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's shit. The mysterious and puzzling deaths that are surrounding St. Louis once again. I'm gonna have to like look into that and keep looking for the updates because I hadn't heard about that, but that's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's especially like the two who are clearly the same exact murders, and like, oh yeah, there's no connection here. The same thing happened to two people in the same area, yeah, blocks away from each clearly other. Clearly, someone had the same idea twice. <laughs> So, yeah, some murderer is not creative at all. And just the fact that you could get killed and then the police are just like, ah, it was a suicide, don't worry about it. It's kind of like the the Tamla case from last week where it's like, oh, it was an accident, like, nothing to see here, let's move on. Yeah, let's just let let, let her ride. No, she just fell in the middle of the night and, like, no one one heard it, no one did anything. She didn't break her nose. With all of her, like, beating injuries yeah Ugh. come on police do better yeah dude <laughs> we need you to do better just a little bit <laughs> that's what i have to say about that um well are we ready to move on here yeah we're gonna take a little break and then hop into your case <laughs> sounds good
up, I need any more of me You never told me I the promise all you got, but you broke it yeah. Sold me, you fucking sold me yeah. Devil in my head, got me hopeless Night on day, I'll be going off late Got me staying at sing, it with dirt on my name I won't take it anymore, I'll be doing my way I'll be running this place, take a look at my face I'm not running anymore Do the day I die, I don't need a plan Take a look at the sky, I'll see the man Told me, you never told me Had to promise all you got, but you broke it yeah. Sold me, you fucking sold me yeah. Devil in my head, got me hopeless Night on day, I'll be going off late Got me staying at sing, get with dirt on my name I won't take it anymore, I'll be doing my way I'll be running this place, take a look at my face I'm not running anymore me, you never told me Had to promise all you got, but you broke it yeah. Sold me And we're back. That was a quick break. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take it away. Okay. So this case may be similar in some ways, but you'll find out why. Um, So this case involves Renee Davis. She was a 23-year-old pregnant mother of three and a member of the Muckleshoot Indian tribe. She was described by family and friends as an avid outdoors woman and hunter. Um, She also participated in a local fisheries training program and was a teacher's aide at a Head Start preschool. Her sister described her as a soft person who never even disciplined her children harshly. Although she suffered from depression, her family and friends all say that she was not in any way a violent person. So, basically, this is this very sweet, soft mother of three. She, again, was five months pregnant. Um, On October 21st, 2016, she sent a text to her boyfriend that said, Come get the girls or call 911. I'm about to shoot myself. Oh, shit. Yeah. So her boyfriend, obviously super panicked, repeatedly contacts the police after receiving the message and asks them to do a welfare check. Um... Deputies arrived at Davis's house on the Muckleshoot tribal lands shortly after 6.30 p.m. When they knocked on the door, nobody answered, but inside they could see two toddlers. So eventually they kicked down the door, go to the back bedroom where Renee was, and her toddlers were in the hallway. Inside the room, they claimed to have found Renee lying under the blanket with a handgun in one hand and an ammunition magazine in the other. Which again, she said in her message, I'm going to shoot myself. When they bust in... uh, Was it like an empty mag? Well, that's what we'll find out. So... Okay, alright, I'm sorry. (laughs) You're fine, you're fine. So, when she 
she fails to immediately drop the gun, the officers shot eight rounds into her. Again, she's five months pregnant. They hit her in the abdomen, the chest, and the leg. She was announced dead at the scene. The officers stated that she dropped the gun on the bed and fell to the floor after the gunfire, which remember that because it's going to come in play later. Afterwards, uh, you were right, authorities would learn that the handgun had been empty. In a wrongful death suit, her family filed against the county after the murder. They alleged that deputies actually tampered with the crime scene and failed to provide aid to Renee. She ended up bleeding to death from her wounds. The lawsuit also stated that when a third officer arrived after the shooting, he found the two other officers just standing around while she was on the floor bleeding and, quote, making guttural noises. So they basically let this woman bleed out on the floor and didn't try to offer any assistance, call any help. I do want to add something about the clear escalation of force. So you said they just, they said they walked in and like kind of immediately shot her, right? Basically, yeah. So, okay. There's a thing called escalation of force. And I'm infantry. I have to deal with guns and people all the time. The escalation of force is shout, show, shove. And then if you have to shoot, shoot. It sounds like they didn't shout, which means, hey, stop doing what you're doing. They didn't show. Show meaning, hey, you show them that you have a weapon and you're willing to use it. They definitely didn't try to shove her, which means disable this armor. <laughs> it sounds like they just jumped to shoot. Well, and so. immediately going back to what you're saying about show the weapon, like she said in her text message, she's going to shoot herself. So, you know, yeah. she has a weapon with her already. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so the, that third officer who came in and found them standing around while she bled to death on the floor said that there was a handgun in her hand, which contradicts the other officer's statement that she dropped the gun on the bed, leading the attorney for her family to believe that one of the deputies placed the gun in her hand after the shooting took place. Um, yeah. And as her sister said, it's really upsetting because it was a wellness check. Obviously, she didn't come out of it well. Um, yeah, true. So I just want to go into a little bit of the background um, surrounding Native American deaths, especially by police. So according to a center on juvenile and sorry, (laughs) center on juvenile and criminal justice survey, Native Americans are more likely to be killed by law enforcement than any other racial group in the United States. Though when broken down by race and age, African Americans 20 to 24 were the most likely to be killed overall, of course. Yeah. Um, There is a Native Lives Matter movement, but unfortunately, it never makes the mainstream news. And as journalist Simon Moya Smith put it, we're not entirely on the media's radar, maybe for Indian mascots, but for police police brutality, barely, if at all. Um, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I didn't know this was a movement either until I started researching this case. Um, But in addition to violence against Native American people, there's also data that shows there are enormous problems with the way law enforcement officers interact with mentally ill people in general. So yeah, we all know that. (laughs) Yeah, we're well aware. On average, police officers in the U.S. receive about 60 hours of firearm training, but only 8 hours of de-escalation training, which you were talking about, and 8 hours of training in crisis intervention. So clearly someone in the line's not doing their due diligence to teach them what to do in these situations. Not at and all. <laughs> yeah, not even a little bit. 
And according to a Washington Post investigation tracking fatal police shootings in 2015, one in four law enforcement killings involved a person with a mental illness. Um, And in most most cases, like in this one, law enforcement had been summoned by friends, relatives, or bystanders who feared for the individual's well-being and, like, help. So there's actually a prison abolitionist group called Critical Resistance, and they urge people to take, like, to take mitigating steps to avoid having to call the police just because yeah. of the risk of violence from law enforcement. So, like, how bad have you gotten at your job to protect and serve the people where these groups are being like, whoa, if you can avoid calling the police, just don't do it because they're only yeah. going to make things worse. <laughs> like, how bad have you fucked up? It's just uh, so infuriating. That one cop, remember that while ago, the uh, the black, like, uh, was, it, was he like a healthcare worker? Who was shot in the streets trying to like stay the cops away from shooting his patient? Remember that? Oh, happened a I while didn't ago? hear about this one. Oh, wait, no, actually, I think I did. I did see that article. I can't remember his name, but that cop who like killed that man, who was literally lying on the ground with his hands up, just got yeah. acquitted. <sighs> of course. Of course. Tales of time. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Tell as old as time, song as old as rhyme, police getting away with shooting people. Yeah, brutality (laughs) in the police. (laughs) Brutality in the police. Um, But yeah, like, it shouldn't be surprising anymore, but sadly it is. Like, they just are fucking up over and over to the tune of, like, thousands of lives. And and it just can't seem to find their mark. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like... Every chance to just do better... Yeah, like the bar is so low. It is on Just, the ground. You could skip over it if you wanted to. <laughs> and the people repeat, like, we show you the line, we show you the bar. It's like right yeah, here. Yeah, over and over, people are like, here's what you can do to be better. And it's like, ah, what yeah. did you say? Can anybody it's hear like fire that? Gun in the air. Yeah, there's some fire guns in the air. It's like, I can't It's hear like you. that meme where it's like, I can't read suddenly, I don't know. The more I carry me. That's the police. Yeah. Or the DW one where it's like, that sign can't stop me. I can't read. (laughs) Yes. That is them. Anyways, that's the murder of Renee Davis. And I wasn't able to find what has become of that lawsuit. Most of the articles I saw were from late 2018. So as far as I know, it's still ongoing. But yeah. I guess the moral of the story is uh, don't call the police ever for anything, especially a wellness check, <laughs> yeah. because you will not come out of it well. You know what people need to start having again? What happened to neighborhood watches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Take matters those, into I'm... your own hands. Yeah, like just, you know, if you, if you can, take matters into your own hands. Only call them when necessary, because especially if you're like a person of color or in a marginalized group, because goddamn, they are... <laughs> They're inherent. They're not helping. I'm very into the idea of a grassroots policing organization. <laughs> you know uh, how yeah, no, that, sounds, that sounds awesome. We can go fund me it. Yeah, we're gonna raise funds for this. You know how Republicans always say, like, "I'm all about small government. I'm all about small policing," <laughs> 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 and that's my stance on that. No, they're always about small government. Unless it like impedes anything that they don't, they don't like. Yeah. Like, I never understood the argument. Oh, yeah, I love small government, but I want the government to tell women what to do with their bodies. 
Yeah, like but I want guy. government to be involved in every aspect of my life. Of my life. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, both of these stories are basically like police. Pull yourselves together. Yeah, they never do. And I, before we get any apologists, I don't want to hear it, honestly. <laughs> and I work with like so many cops here. Like I can, in my platoon, I can throw a rock and hit like twenty cops at once. And every day, I let them know, you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, I feel like there's so many steps that can be taken to do better. And even up the line where they're saying you get 60 hours of firearm training and eight hours of like crisis intervention training. Why? Crisis intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Who up the line in the administration is keeping them from getting that training? You know what I mean? It just like seems like a system wide issue. And yeah, these cops on a base level are fucking up, but like everybody's fucking up just all the way down the line. And also, like at least in my experience from all, all the cops I know, they're hiring young guys. <laughs> they hire them really young who are just hula yeah. and want to get up there and do some shit. And then they're not, like you said, they're giving them 60 hours of shooting and then like eight hours of how to deal with people. So you have these people who just want to get in there and fucking go, go out guns blazing. And you're not teaching them how to actually deal with people. They're expecting right. them to just to go out there and be like, oh, well, hey, that'll come with time. And we're seeing that. Usually, it doesn't. <laughs> they just yeah. become shittier and shittier cops. Well, and, and I think when you're living in a bit of an echo chamber, it's just, it's hard to it, even yeah. know how to change. And your whole system yeah. isn't helping you change. So, yeah, like, I don't know. Basically, just, thing. yeah, we need more crisis intervention training. We need more situations I don't know, teaching them how to deal with people with mental illness. Because this woman, everyone said she's not a violent person. You walked into that house knowing she had a gun with her. And like you said, you didn't try anything else first. You're just going to burst down her door and be like, oh, she has a gun. Yeah, Eight like, rounds you, into this pregnant woman. You could have talked to her through the door. And let's, say you, let's say you did kick in the door first. If she's suicidal, she's probably not trying to hurt anybody else but herself. So, yeah. you probably could have used your crisis intervention and talked her down. And just the idea that these two kids are literally standing in the hallway as their as, mom yeah, has eight rounds happening. fired into her. It's just, uh, ugh, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine. It makes me now, sick. Was this on like a reservation or was it like... Yeah, this was on the Muckleshoot Indian Tribe Reservation. Now, which I believe is in Washington. I'm sorry, what was that? Do they police themselves on reservations? Or did they use the um, kind of outside help? I think sometimes I know, I know they some police themselves. Yeah. yeah, but in this case, it sounds like they contacted police off the reservation, or maybe they were assigned to the reservation. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, I wanna, I'll have to look into that, too. I know I know some places, like, they have their own police. Right. But both these, at the end of the day... Tell as old as time, song as old as rhyme, <laughs> brutality and the police. I can see it's a running theme here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, so, great job. You did amazingly again. Oh, thank you. Uh, hey, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Murder Bra, Instagram. Make sure the artists this week, you hit them up. You like, they have 
I got some good music coming up, lined up, curated. <laughs> so make sure you show them some love. You're uh, a curator of fine art. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, check out the merch. Stick around for some more playlists coming out. And that's it for me. Uh, that's it for me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>